Hello, welcome to another episode of Rambling Ambos. We have a lot in store for you today, and this is what's coming up. We're out of lockdown and ready to ramble, so first up, we're sharing our biggest bat phone fails. We also hear a first-hand account of the incredible support that paramedics have been providing each other and their families through COVID. And then it's finally time to give away the Leatherman Raptor trauma shears. Jen Lee and our special guests play for a listener in a Rambling Ambos quiz like no other. And later, Lee gives us an inside scoop of his exciting new role. If you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a review. But all this and much more is coming up now. We are finally back. It has been a long time between takes thanks to COVID, but um, we tried recording remotely and failed miserably. But we're all back in the flesh today. Jen... Hello. Hi. And Lee, the big man is back. Yes, we are. Mm. Very excited to be here. Oh, guys, so much has happened since um, we recorded last. I know. It feels like it was forever ago. Doesn't it? Mm. Well, it probably what? Oh, it's not forever. But five months at least. Five, yeah, we're thinking probably five months. Yeah, That's not good. Not good. I but think five months is forever. We're sorry, listeners, but yeah, we did try. Mm. There um, was, yeah, yeah there, were, there were multiple <laughs> attempts, actually. Multiple attempts. I remember oh. sitting somewhere at home with a doona over my head. <laughs> Trying to get the right sound, and you, and that was middle of summer, too. That was no, yeah. it wasn't no, middle of summer. winter. It was winter. winter, but for some reason, it was really hot. Maybe we just had a little heaters on. Yes, it was hot. Yeah, I but was, yeah, it did sound great until, um, until someone went on spin. Anyway, people don't want to hear about this. No, what they do want to hear about is what you guys have been up to. And in fact, Lee, I want to dedicate this song to you, mate, because. You are my hero. Oh, God. And hang on. Is that a helicopter flying over? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Babe, some little birds told me that you're on a helicopter now working as a paramedic. I am. Yeah, I was fortunate enough. I'll oh, listen to this bit. This bit's my favourite. Is it? Is it? It's you can fly show. higher than an eagle. Well, yeah. You do now. Well, yeah, limited generally by the by the about two thousand feet. But can eagles fly higher than that? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. okay. Yeah. So no. And there goes the helicopter one more time. <laughs> Bye. And, and it's gone, mate. Congratulations! That is Thanks. so awesome. What an achievement. Yeah, it's been a long. It's been a long sort of. I guess throughout my career, it's been a goal that I've always wanted to achieve. And mm. I remember being a fresh twenty-one-year-old young who, whippersnapper. Yeah, a young whippersnapper who who that was that was a real goal of mine. And so to be there now, thirty years later, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, 12, 12 and 12. a half years. So that's pretty awesome. So I mean, it's all been roads um, towards that end goal, and it's certainly not sort of like a a, for, a forever thing now. But yeah, you know, it's a big step in the right direction, and yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. Yay, congrats. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I am a little bit jealous, but we're going to speak to you a little bit later about yeah, that um, because there's a lot to unpack there, I yeah. think. And so yeah. many questions. Yeah, I think this is going to be great for the um, for the listens now that we've got a, a helicopter paramedic I know. on the panel, Jen. But all the specialties, all <laughs> yeah. the specialties. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we just mm. need to We just need to get – well, you've, you've started a new uh, non-clinical role. Nah, it's boring though. No, no one I about. mean, you know, some people like um, staplers our... and yeah. – <laughs> You're the backbone of the service, yep. you know. You know, Outlook meetings and things like that. Oh, look, I do love a teleconference. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if anyone has a teleconference, please send me an invite. Do you do, the, do, you do the blurred background thing? No, I have um, uh, maybe a deliberate setup behind me. Yeah. It's all about the right angles <laughs> and yeah, the impressions. And, yeah. and the ring light. Always, uh, always. <laughs> haven't used the ring light yet. Maybe can't confirm. He's not lying not. through Moving his teeth. Moving right along. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> guys, one um, page in particular – 
well, one good thing to come out of COVID mm. um, has been this uh, Facebook page, the Good Cap Paramedic Karma Network. I don't yeah. know if that's exactly the right word. Can you double check that for I'm, me? But um, I've just recently, I've just recently actually been accepted by the admin. So, oh, uh, Paramedic Good Karma Network. Yeah, I mean, tell us when, about it because I actually don't know that much about it. Well, what is it? Out of you know, it was started by um, some people in New South Wales, mm. um, and. Kudos to them because there have been so many amazing, heartwarming, feel-good stories that have come out of this page where Love paramedics that. well, paramedics in different areas, they might be out in Queensland, nationwide, and even there's been some overseas interaction, um, have come on and, and just offered their services to help other f- family members that might right. be stuck in lockdown. This, so this is or, a Facebook page, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. some people, you know, their loved ones were having a birthday but they couldn't get to them but there was a local paramedic in that area. So they're like, hey, can you drop off some... Oh, um, that's so yeah, nice. Yeah, there's a lot. Like I'm just having a scroll now. 6,600 members yeah. now and wow. and just lots and lots of activity on this page. Well, it's unreal. And we've actually got someone uh, who's had a personal experience with this page. Uh, Hayley, you're on the line to share your story. What happened? Um, hi, team. Just first of all, I'd like to say um, congratulations on the podcast. I'm oh. a long-term listener, first-time caller. Oh, well, welcome along. Thanks Thank for you. listening in, Hales. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I had some very good experiences on the Facebook page, but what I will talk about um, on this occasion is I've got my best friend in the universe, my, who is also my cousin. Mm. Um, she's up in Cairns, and I haven't been able to see her since January. Yeah. Um, she's sort of doing it tough, sort of, I'm not able to see family and so forth. And her partner went away. She was at home with two small kids and kind of just having a bit of a bad week. Yeah. Um, I did notice the page cut sort of came up and she was the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Um, and so I think late at night I put a post up just saying, hey, is anyone in this area? And then um, I had so many people reach out, which I was so grateful for. Um, but Clementine from um, the best paramedic in Cairns, I'm led to believe, um, she came to my rescue um, and I basically FaceTimed my cousin. Um, we agreed to FaceTime at a certain time and then, yeah, Clem sort of rocked up at my oh, cousin's no house. Way. Yeah, with a bunch great. of flowers in uniform and um, a bottle of wine. It was the same wine we drank in January of like when I saw her last. Aww. And my cousin just like bawled her eyes out. Like I think the timing was just phenomenal. She so yeah, that. super grateful. Yeah, uh, wow. That's oh, so how nice. How special is that? Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, thanks, Hales, and thanks for calling in. Really appreciate it. Yeah. And oh, good look, on, sorry, Hales. I was just say good I'll on the people who organise this. Now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You've got a you've got a direct line in. Yeah. Just call whenever. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll well, take care. I'll... And thanks for sharing your all story. Right, thanks, guys. Bye. Okay, bye. Yeah, how cool is that? It's yeah, awesome, mm. awesome. I'm just having like I'm scrolling further and further and further, and I yeah, just it, can't hit the bottom. There's endless. so many. Yeah, yeah, really? it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so why did I not get anything oh. in lockdown? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I'll organize something. Someone will come just yeah. knock on your door yeah. randomly yeah. and yeah. just like deliver some groceries. I'll be like, oh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Well, look, when we start an episode, we normally kick things off with um, what are we? It's normally like a um, call a story statement. each, right? Yeah. yeah, call a statement. We usually kick things off with a Some oh, fun a, little anecdote. Thing. So today, what we've got for you are our biggest bat phone fails. All right, guys. So um, my story today. So. You mentioned it before. I've been doing a lot of teleconferences, right? Yeah. Um, so I was asked to, to jump in a car and go out because um, it was super busy 
And um, I was like, yep, sure, no worries. Um, happy to treat. Um, good to get back on the um, get back, back on the, on the tools. tools. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we get called to this twenty-one-year-old uh, skateboarder that's um, fallen off after going down a hill, and it didn't come down as any kind of priority symptoms, but just that he's fallen off and he's hit his head. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, breathing normally, alert, all those boxes. So it wasn't really an urgent case. And um, anyway, we we rock up there, and uh, it's just at that time of the afternoon where the sun's going down mm. and it's beaming across the water and right mm. in the city. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Spot. Yeah, it's lovely. And um, all his orbs were looking fine. And he's uh, w- when I'm taking his other vital signs, one of his friends says, "Oh yeah, he was um he was out of it for a um for a couple of minutes." And we're like, "Oh, okay." Um, changes things a little bit. Yeah, right. And um, and then next minute um, they're like, oh, yeah, it looked like he had a bit of a seizure too. This is kind of getting the initial kind of story as yeah. well as we're doing the, the vital signs. Um, and just as he turns his head, as the afternoon sun is going down, it creates a shadow on his forehead where this massive indentation is oh. and what appears to be bruising around it. I'm like, oh, my God. Gosh, they probably, they probably should have led with this that. This guy's yeah. got it. Well, in the normal, if you're looking straight on, you can't see it. But this oh, sure. shadow effect. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. A bit like what your ring light does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Depressed skull fracture. Yeah. Query. Right. right. Yeah. Did wow. you touch it? Hey, or it was just from. It? Hey, look, guys, we're not getting too far into this. Anyway, this is about bat phone fails, not treatment fails. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or or, or yep. assessment fails. Yeah, anyway, right. I won't probe too far. Bat phone. Um, look, things things start moving. He's, he's he's doing okay, but we're like, all right, well, we better let the hospital know we're coming in. Um, so we bat phone ahead. Twenty uh, one year old male, uh, query to. Depressed skull fracture, mm. vital signs are normal. Had mm. was amnesic to the event. Um, had a query LOC with mm. seizure-like activity as well. So you know you're going to get a pretty good response when you get to hospital. I think right? you'll have a few yeah. people waiting for you. And yeah. after we finish, after I got off the the bat phone call, he's like, "Oh, are you talking about this on my forehead?" Which I've been asking him questions about. And he's right. like, "Yeah, mate, I've had that since I was like born." Oh, uh, whoops. Oopsies. <laughs> So I'm thinking, oh shit! It still it could still be fractured. Yeah. Well, anyway, new on old, you never know. Yeah. Acute on chronic. Exactly. Get to hospital, and not only is my tail between my legs because I know there's going to be a massive resus mm-hmm. team there. But have you seen the TV show called Nurses, which oh, is currently no. on at the moment? No, I haven't. So as we roll in out from behind the curtain, pops this big TV camera. Oh and normally, I'm all for the camera, but today. <laughs> I was like, oh. no, cut, cut, <laughs> cut, cut. This is yep. not as stated yeah, by me. Yeah. So oh. anyway, um, pretty embarrassing. But uh, I think that was when I was a trainee or something. Oh, so of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, 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 no. So it's actually your training officer's responsibility. hundred percent. But yep, um, nice. Jen. That is terribly embarrassing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, I went to, this was actually, I distinctly remember this. This was my very first shift mm. as a um, qualified paramedic. And yep. I had a trainee with me. And they were quite junior as well. Right. And so we went, we were called for a, a 1C, I think altered conscious state or something like that. Oh, sorry, a lights and sirens um, altered conscious state. And we turn up and there's this like elderly gentleman who um, appears a little bit confused and he's got slurred speech. Mm-hmm. But, but he doesn't have any kind of one-sided deficit or anything like that. Yeah. And I'm kind of like asking the family questions. Like they said, yeah, you know, he's been in his room but we saw him like two hours ago and he was fine. How old is he, sorry? He's like, he's like 80 or 90 or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm kind of like, oh, like slurred speech, like it could be a stroke. There's something – I 
it doesn't feel like a stroke. And I was mm. having this like existential crisis about mm. I thought I was like, if I don't bat phone this, mm. then I'm going to get in so much trouble mm. if it's a stroke at the hospital mm. and I haven't let them know. Yeah. Now I know that's not the case. You turn up and they're like, eh, whatever. Well. But at the time, <laughs> kind of. <Yeah. laughs> Speak for yourself. At the time, so I've like bat phoned ahead and I've gone, yep, this patient, you know, has slurred speech, last seen well two hours ago, et cetera, et cetera, I brought them in. Turns out blood alcohol of 0.3. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. I was, you know what I was going for? Yeah. I was going for UTI. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no. He was <laughs> drunk really as drunk. a skunk. Yeah. Really? So I felt a bit a silly. Mm. Also, bat phoned a UTI. <laughs> oh, I go, go big, go early. No, yeah. that was, when that was actually a trainee, though. So. Uh huh. Yeah. You said that last time as well. Yeah. <laughs> you learned a lot back then. <laughs> My biggest bat phone blunder was really, really simple. I just bat phoned the patient <laughs> to the wrong know. hospital. <laughs> 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 we work in an area where we're really fortunate to have lots of hospitals that we could take patients to. And yeah. you say, can I please have this hospital for a, a pre-notification? <laughs> and I said the wrong hospital. The dispatcher rang that hospital. I passed all the patient information to them Good. and then went somewhere else. <laughs> and then rock up. And then rock up, say, hi, we're here. Do we want us to go straight through to recess? Or, you know, and they said, great. with what? You know, what are you bringing in? Well, look, at the yeah. end of the day, they, they get sick walk-ins too, so they need to be prepared for everything, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is that is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. But that would have been, yeah, for this particular oh, job. That, that poor other hospital, that would have been so oh, excited that, and just and waiting. I don't know how long time. they were waiting. Yeah. They're probably still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Well, um, guys, we have got a very special guest in the debrief. And, in fact... We promised to give away a pair of Leatherman Raptor trauma shears. We did. Um, All the people who, ago. who put their names in the hat for that have forgotten. Mm. Well, we haven't. We haven't we forgotten. Absolutely forgotten we haven't. And we've also had a lot of time to test them as well. And they're fantastic. <laughs> they will be claimed. Great yeah. piece of yeah. equipment. Cut through a lot of down jackets. Yeah. Winter. It was yeah. a busy season. Exactly. And you know what? It's time to give them away with our special guest up next. All right, guys, it's time to play the rack and see who will win you the brand new pair of Leatherman Raptor trauma shears. And to help us do this today, we have not only a paramedic, but a dual time Olympian representing Australia in London 2012. And then again, most recently at Tokyo 2020. Would you please welcome to the show, Joe Brigden-Jones, a.k.a. JBJ. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, team. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no worries. It's so bloody exciting to have you on. Um, and what an awesome achievement. Can you can you summarise Tokyo in five words for us? Super awesome and special fun. Does that work? <laughs> yeah. That was You've met the brief. I Good should job. have dropped the end. That wasted it. Yeah, that was a waste of oh. a word. I know. Yep. Um, I liked it. You need some, um, what are they, what are the joining words called? I forget. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is not an uh, English it podcast. Doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> JBJ, how did you yeah. just refresh our memory? I mean, I know for sure, um, but just for our listeners, what did you compete in and how did you go? I competed in the sprint kayak event in the K4. So that but at the Tokyo. Sorry. Yep. Yeah, no. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, Joe, but just don't say how you went because that might be a question Ooh, coming okay, up yeah, oh, okay. for, for okay. either Jen or Lee. So, yeah, don't don't answer okay. how you went. But um, how was it? I, yeah, I competed in the sprint kayaking and it was awesome. It was super cool to be back racing on the international stage. We hadn't raced for two years and to be racing at the Olympic level, um, that's a pinnacle in our sport. So 
all my training and everything I've done um, for the last many, many, many years has all built up to that one moment. So yeah, it was awesome to be at the Olympics and given the pandemic and the postponement from the Olympics last year, it was, um, it was really awesome to finally be there. Yeah. Well, talk us through that semi-final you were in. Um, You qualified by the smallest of margins for the, the K4, right? How was that experience? Uh, yeah, I was pretty nervous before the semi. It's um, definitely a, the pressure cooker race. It um, can make or break your regatta. And for us, we had the heat and the quarterfinal the day before. And um, we had really good starts, but our back end, um, yeah, needed some improvement. So we sat down with our coach and went through all the data and worked out a bit of a game plan for the semi-final. So we changed a few things through the race. And I think, um, yeah, waking up that morning, Knowing our semi-final was in a few hours, I was yeah, quite nervous and it's yeah. All yeah. on your mind for a few hours. But we went through our race process, um, like our pre-race, everything we do and um, just made sure we nailed everything, got on the water. And um, I remember saying to the other girls, just enjoy this moment, smile when we're on the start line because you don't really ever get to do this yeah. pretty often. And um, yeah, we just executed our race plan exactly how we wanted to and how we talked about. Um, so yeah, it was pretty, pretty special when we crossed oh. the line and we ha- did have to wait. It just felt like forever for the scoreboard to come up that we came fourth because it was super close with the French crew. But yeah, to make the final was huge, um, big relief and was very proud yeah. of our crew um, for making yeah. that achievement. So yeah, I did have a few tears oh, after so- the semi, but yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> well, look guys, let's get into it. Let's give away this, uh, the Leatherman Raptor trauma shears. Thanks to the paramedicshop.com.au. And Look, the way we're doing it, we're going to spin the wheel and each of um, Lee, Jen and uh, JBJ are going to play for a play for you. So let's spin the wheel and we'll get the first contestant and that will be... Will is spinning, Will is spinning. Getting close, who will it be? Ruben Morrison is our first contestant. Let's spin the wheel again. This could be the biggest prize you ever win. <laughs> Kirsten Gerada. Woo! I don't know if Kirsten I pronounced that Gerard. right, but uh, you are contestant number two. Um, so, Lee, you're playing for, for Ruben. Yep. Um, Jen, Ruben. you're playing for Kirsten. Yep. And so, JBJ, let's find out who you're playing for. This, this is pretty intense, the suspense. I know, I know, right? Scott Elds is the final contestant. JBJ, you'll be playing for Scott. So, um, guys, the way we're going to do the rack today, changing it slightly, I've got three questions for each of you. Um, Whoever answers the most correct obviously wins the prize for their contestant. Um, If we go to a tiebreaker, I've got a tiebreaker. So, Lee, let's start with yourself. Let's do it. Okay, are you ready? Question number one. Which country was on top of the medal tally according to the official Olympic website? China. Incorrect. Correct answer was America. Uh, Number two. Sorry, Ruben. What were the medals from these games made out of? Oh, uh, recycled mobile phones. Correct. Well done. So one point for you. And number three. Which nation won the first gold medal of the tournament? Was it Japan, China, or Poland? Japan. 
Incorrect. Oh. It was China. Oh, so oh Ruben, I'm quite Lee. sorry. But honestly, you're only up yeah. against Jen and JBJ, so. I wish I got Ruben to answer those shot. questions. <laughs> Joe, did Jen. you know all of them? Um, I was tossing up between USA and China, but I think yeah. I would have gone USA Ooh. for the first one. Yeah. All right. All right well, Jen. Okay. We got this. Question number one. Where did Australia place in the women's canoeing K4 500-meter sprint? This is a big question. This could be... Uh, this and is it also funny. proves how much of a good friend you are too. Yeah. Uh, and a good researcher um, you are. No, I watched, I watched one of them, but I think it was seventh. Oh, yeah. correct. Oh, nice. <laughs> was weren't there two teams well though? Or was that the K2? Yes, there was. There was. But, well, um, the men's okay. team. Next. But yeah. <laughs> um, question two, Jen. What is the Olympic motto? Sorry, could you repeat that? What is the Olympic motto? Uh, we're all in this together. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's faster, higher, stronger. Oh. And what's the last one, Joe? Together. They added it this year. Oh, correct. Oh. Isn't that beautiful? Do I get a bonus nice. point? Um, so one point, Jen. Yeah. Um, let's see how you go with your third question. Um, where did Australia place in the overall medal tally? Oh. 11th. Oh, Jen. Oh, <laughs> Am I right? We were around the country. <laughs> oh, what is it? We came sixth. Did we? Sixth. Yeah, we did really well. Yeah, we smashed oh, it. Really woo! Well. All right. Well, <laughs> Sorry, that's one point for you and Lee. Joe, it's, I think, pretty pretty cool sailing, uh, smooth sailing, pretty smooth sailing from here. I think you can pretty do hopefully it. Hopefully, if, um, if I've got Olympic questions, it should be yeah. it. Well, okay. Number seven, <laughs> what country came first in the women's 100-metre sprint? Australia. Are oh. you talking paddling or running? I thought you meant swimming. Running. 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 Oh, Jamaica. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jamaica, you're <laughs> correct. You said 100-metre yeah. sprint. I was thinking the, um, yeah, the swimming, Emma McKeon. Okay, well, a little, little, little bit question more specific number nine. questions, please. And yeah, look, sorry, we'll, we'll, we'll get this one together for you. Uh, question number um, number two. What two countries shared a gold medal in the men's high jump? <gasps> oh, I, I think it was Five it was seconds. Poland. And I'm going to say oh, France. Oh, oh. oh, wrong. Incorrect. It was Italy and Qatar. Qatar. Oh, oh, not that even cool close. guy with the sunnies. <laughs> yeah, not even close. Sorry. All right. Well, <laughs> this is the last question, Joe. You could win it on We're this still question. still in this, Ruben. We're still in this. <laughs> Which country had the largest contingent of athletes? Oh, um, I'm going to say USA. Oh, correct. Oh. Yes. Yes. Jamie has won. She's always a few competitors. Congratulations, now, Scott. That means you have won the Leatherman Raptor Trauma Shears. Thanks to the paramedicshop.com.au. And Joe, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. That was fun. <laughs> it's been great having you back in the country and watching you compete. And um, Scott, they're, they're very um, important scissors that you've now got. And with them comes great responsibility. So Your first first use of there. them should be on a down jacket <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a down jacket. Yeah, yeah. feathers stay, stay right stay across the Especially when it's very jackets. windy. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you're up in. Oh, 
Joe, thanks so much for coming on. We're so proud of you and um, looking forward to, to getting back into to work with you. I'm sure you're looking forward to getting back. Can't into wait work. to get back to Sydney <laughs> lockdown. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cheers, guys. Look, we'll be right back after this with some Clinical Corner right. discussions. for the clinical corner and normally we do a bit of a, a case conundrum or something like that but seeing that this guy next to us is now working on the helicopter and there he goes can you hear him hey. there he goes. oh you're too much i think it's time that um we yeah learn more about um this awesome Ask job. Ask our that you're burning doing. questions. Mm, yes. Shoot, I'm happy to discuss. So the the type of aircraft that you're working on, yeah. um, it's more of a rapid response helicopter. Is that yeah, correct? that's right. Yeah, yeah. So we um you know, we we get off the ground really quickly. That's the whole uh, the whole sort of idea behind the, the the service that I work for is is getting off the off the ground quickly and mm. and getting to scene as fast as possible. Can yeah. you can you run through what happens from you know. When the core comes in yeah. to getting airborne to arriving on scene, like how quick are we talking? So, so this this particular platform will um, will get off the ground within sort of three to four minutes. Um, so the phone rings. Do you have a pole? Place. Sorry, <laughs> do you have a pole? Uh, no, I wish I had a pole. Bloody <sighs> uh, Maxi had the pole. Yeah, and a short we've, dress got a, we've got a, a bat no. phone. We've got, <laughs> <laughs> we got a bat phone, which 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 you know, it's a bit uh, lame. You know, yeah, it's not it's not <laughs> Sorry, as exciting, mate. is it? Um, but the helicopter is. Yeah, the helicopter is pretty exciting. So we we out the door, pilot and paramedic go out and get the aircraft. Sort of the pilot will start the the, um, the aircraft, and the paramedic is involved in that process of yeah, right. sort of doing the, the checks, oh. um, while the doctor and the crewy take the job notes. Um, but basically, once the pilot's gone through their pre-departure sort of flight checks, then we can get airborne, and that generally that whole process is you know between that three and four minute mm. from that's call. just super quick. It is really quick, and the way they do that is have it by doing all the sort of the, the pre-flight checks as a as routine anyway. Not uh, you know, it's not uh, the first time they're in the aircraft for the day. Um, so anyway, so they can be it's kind of primed and ready to go. Um, during the flight, the the paramedic is involved in um, so so doors open on a wander lead and and looking around for just filming putting on instagram <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> i know i'll tell you what if you can uh, upload a few on ours that might uh, uh no it's definitely clicks. not you still you're very focused on yep. on other things and then on finals when you're coming into the job where whether it might be out an oval or the backyard or mm-hmm. a cul-de-sac whatever the landing zone might be mm. um the paramedic's very involved in conning that aircraft into the ground and, and giving distances and um clearances to objects and that sort of stuff yeah, so cool. like power lines and stuff power like that. lines yeah. and just what the what the landing zone looks like the slope the shape mm-hmm. the surround kind of like when i'm driving in the passenger seat yeah. looking out for are you a backseat driver when you say clear left seat. when you say yes. clear left um <laughs> you're conning you're conning the clear the left birds no birds <laughs> <laughs> no, no no pelicans <laughs> <laughs> so once you sort of step out and you know uh, the area of operation that we have you you might be in the air from for one minute to mm. let's say 15 minutes depending on where the job is and as soon as you get out and and the pilot sort of says you're okay to clear the aircraft you have to take out you know take that 
that aircraft, that aviation chip out of your brain yeah. and put the medical chip in. Yeah. Um, also just like when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Sorry, you might be faced with anything. So, you know, like it's not just trauma. There is – it's medical as well. Um, mm. and Yeah. Well, that was going to be my next yeah. question. Like what kind of jobs do you get responded to? Is it a, a trauma service? Is it medical? Oh, listen, it's primarily trauma. It depends, what, on, yeah. depends on the job. depends on the age of the patient. Our, the people who task us are trawling for jobs that – that might fit the brief for what we you know that we can provide extra assistance at mm. and that's generally trauma you know mm. if, it, if it has those big uh, buzzwords like unconscious or head injury or fall from a certain height mm. or hit by something then they'll look at it for a medical team asset yeah okay. but there is i've been to plenty of jobs where they've been medical so young mm. cardiac arrests um, yeah okay yeah, and, and things like that where – and those ones are generally tasked by – or asked for by the crews on scene. Hey, yeah. we've, right, got this, okay. we've got this unstable medical. Can we have a medical team around yeah. you? And, and then they might look at us and say, yeah, mm-hmm. you're the best. You're the most appropriate. So who makes that kind of decision at the end of the day to task you? Because I think that sometimes I've been to jobs and I'm yeah. like, is the rapid launch trauma – you know, team looking at this job. I'm not necessarily oh, really? saying, yeah, no, I've said that before. What you need to do <laughs> is go on the air and be like, I'm requesting the helicopter. <laughs> Send me everyone. It certainly is a request that you can make from scene. Yeah. And if yeah. you're going to request any sort of medical team, and this is probably nationwide. It's how much confidence you do it with. Yeah, right? yeah. Do it with confidence. <laughs> yeah. but also give provide, it to me. You know, you've got to sell it. You've got to give them a mist. Yeah, of um, course. And, and if they're worth their weight, they will have already been looking at it based on the job notes. But sometimes those things come in as not as stated, right? You get yeah. go to a, 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 a sore yeah. knee and you end up, they've fallen 15 metres. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So or vice versa. It's like <laughs> yeah, they've rolled 16 yeah, times yeah. there. So you can request it from scene. If you're going to do that, certainly pass the mist to justify your request. Yeah. Um, but more often than not, we're tasked by yeah, by the, the same control centre that mm-hmm. is giving out all the jobs. They would mm. put a flag on it and it goes to someone else to look at who says, yep. yeah, this requires something – a medical team. Yeah. yeah. And um, just for all our, all our more junior listeners at mm-hmm. home or who mm-hmm. aren't medical, what is a MIST? A MIST is uh, an acronym that we use to sort of, de- yeah, describe the patient and their condition. Well, hang on. What, what does it stand for? Mechanism. Oh. So M. Yeah, okay. Carl, quick, you're quick, up. Quick, faster, faster. No, <laughs> Injuries, signs and symptoms and treatment. Yeah, so, cool. you know, yeah, it, it, um, it paints a very, very brief picture. It's not your previous illnesses, your allergies, yeah. your last meal. Yeah. You know, that's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, quick mist. Yeah. 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 Cool. And then I'm curious as well, like mm. in terms of the radius, like from the base that you can leave, how far can you go to respond to jobs? So we we're more um, we're more restricted by the contractual agreement than the oh, distance okay. of the aircraft. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So the aircraft can go further than um, than sort of the, the our borders of our, our operational yeah. area. Yeah. But it's uh, a sexy aircraft. It's what, very. Yeah, what yeah. is it? Oh, it's a it's a H one four five. So it's an yeah. Airbus. Yeah. Oh yeah, the H one four five. I think it's. I, I think the FZ two seven nine is a bit better. Uh, don't diss the av geeks out there because there yeah. are a lot of them, including. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm a big fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the airplanes it's, and yeah, this is, the air it's radar. Nice. App it's on my really phone. nice. Oh, it's cool. I, I sat in the old one the other day and, and it felt like a lawnmower. Really. Um. Yeah. And it's so. Yeah, for all the av- a- aviation geeks out there, you know, like it's 
its performance is pretty spectacular. Mm. Um, and I don't, I've never worked on a helicopter before. This is the first one I've worked on, and I'm, I'm sort of very fortunate to be working on the Rolls Royce of well, aircraft. I guess you know it's a, it's an awesome machine. What do you actually bring though? I mean, I know you're good at your ropes and things mm. like that. Mm. You know, you're terminology i guess fairly well too <laughs> yeah. but just what else to what scene else and just describe <laughs> yeah. the patient yeah um, what do you bring what what well that's a really good question um we bring the a medical team right so um a doctor is, yep. is sort of the short answer to that <laughs> yeah. question uh we're a doctor paramedic dual team um then there's a pilot and the crew so generally mm. there's a there's a there's four people on the aircraft, if not a second doctor. Mm-hmm. And bringing a doctor to the scene is, um, yeah, it just allows for that higher level of clinical thinking. Mm. Um, a second set of, or with the, myself and the doctor, it'd be a couple of sets of eyes and hands that can, you know, do an extra set of skills. Probably the, the biggest, most obvious ones are the surgical skills that they bring. Yeah, right. Um, you know, finger thoracostomies, um, surgical airways, um, mm. you know, uh, traumatic limb amputation that kind of stuff yeah, right. if, yeah. have you done any be. of those yet? i haven't no, no okay I haven't. but it, you know it's very rare but it does it I was does gonna say they wouldn't happen, happen that frequently would they no, no it yep. doesn't i've had to do a couple <laughs> okay carl <laughs> that's outside of your shows trauma shoes <laughs> edit yeah um, oh. but they also bring advanced medi- um, medication as well so you know you know, more of wide and varied mm. analgesia um the ability for in in our state to rsi which paramedic teams don't have the ability to do here mm. i know that they do in sort of other jurisdictions but not ours mm. yeah so um uh, you know as well as the actual physical um capability of what they bring it's it's more of a and the paramedic specifically brings more of a logistician i was gonna ask about that because i feel yeah. like the jobs that i've had the helicopter turn up to you know the doctor you know, is knowledgeable and can do all of those yeah. interventions. But yeah. I really feel like I've always been super impressed by the paramedic because mm. the paramedic generally brings a level of a clinical expertise but also just like familiarisation within the service yeah. as well that the doctor may not necessarily well, you have, know, you have on to, road. As, a, as, a, as an ICP or a CCP on an aircraft, you end up having to be quite bilingual between the doctor and the crews on scene. Yeah. Right? So mm. the doctor is really, really good at what they do and es- but especially in a, in a resus room or in an anaesthetics yeah. bay. Mm. So they've got good lighting. They've usually got a team around them they're yep. proper appropriate height and the yeah. paramedic has spent the last 10 15 20 years on the ground on their knees under cars yep. that kind of stuff yeah. so that's where we're familiar and so being able to so the, the i think the way i break it down is let's say the doctor brings um the 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 what yeah um, and it's usually sort of for them 80% medical, 20% logistics. Mm-hmm. The paramedic brings the the why, the how, the when, the where. Yeah. And is more sort of 80% logistics, 20% yep. medical. Mm. Because on the service that I work for, we'll, the paramedic's generally always the one who actually passes the plastic through the cords when you're intubating. Yeah. yeah. But the doctor is there with the medications. Yeah. And so there's only a sort of a few medical interventions that we'll do as a, as a paramedic. Um, but we have really good oversight on the scene and mm. we're always hammering forward. Yep. Doctors really love to s- stop and yeah. treat and yep. stay and do, cause they're not used to having to f- think forward to the next thing, the next yeah. thing, the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. So getting out of a scene is generally our main priority. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. That yeah. is super interesting. Yeah. And then do you find that your experience as a special operations paramedic in terms of the logistics side of things mm. has helped you 
in this new role. Yeah, hugely. Yeah. Hugely. And I would say to anyone who's looking to do... Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, that's yes. a good point. What's yeah. your what's the career development to, yeah, to get I mean, onto... It's, it's, not a, it's not a prerequisite to have special operations background for the service that I work for or in, or in our state, but... It certainly helps. You know, yeah. you've got you've got that ability to um, work in a small team, um, work multi in multi purpose teams. So mm. like fireys and multi agency stuff. Multi agency yeah. stuff. Um, you've had to be really resourceful because mm. you're not carrying a lot of gear. Um, so yeah, it certainly helps. Yeah. And being a single responder, but. Um, mm. it's not a prerequisite. I would say that you need the, the so most important thing, sorry, Carl, the most important thing for yeah. getting on a helicopter in, at the end of the day would have to be experience, time yeah, in the job, okay. um, you know, anything less shy of sort of 10 years. Right. You know, just yep. wait a bit. Yeah, Get yeah. yourself to the really a point where you're really ready. How um, good of experience is teleconferences and <laughs> oh, meetings because I know I can bring a lot of that. Totally undervalued. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally undervalued. Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Your, cool. your verbal and non-verbal yes. communication <laughs> skills. Oh, they've really improved in the yeah. last few months. Incredible, oh. incredible. Okay, cool. I'm in um, a good chance. All jokes aside, yeah, your, your verbal and your non-verbal, your, your, your non-technical skills are far more important yeah. than your technical skills as a paramedic on an aircraft. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Your teamwork, your leadership, your communication. All those soft pro- skills. Yeah. Conflict resolution, all that stuff. So, so important. If you're a, um, if there's just, you know, a general qualified paramedic out there, this mm-hmm. is something that they would really want to do. What kind of advice would you have for them? Would Is there anything that you'd um, suggest that they do to yeah. work towards towards this? Uh, it's a good question. And if there was a, if there was a, an answer to it, I would have certainly been seeking it myself throughout yeah. my career. You, mm. you just have to keep that goal in mind and yeah. do everything, take every opportunity that you can take to to one day be there. Keep knocking on that door and it will eventually mm. open. Mm-hmm. I think staying really up to date with you know, be- clinical best practice, yeah. tertiary education is a big step in the right direction. If, you, if you've done your undergraduate, think about doing a postgrad or a master's. Yeah. Um, get, get in the get a foot in the door in terms of getting your name out there. You can go and help with the inductions for the doctors. Like go training and days and stuff like that. Training days, all yeah, that sort absolutely. of stuff. Yeah, get yourself aware um, of what of what the role entails and how to be there and how to be a part of it. Um, find a mentor. That's another really yeah. big thing. So I've had lots of really great mentors throughout my time and continue to do so. I don't mm-hmm. think there will ever be a point in my career where I, I don't have one. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you can also and be a mentor. The, you get get further along in your career, yeah. and and people end up saying, "Hey, can you yeah. talk to me about this job?" And yeah. take it with both hands. I found that even with special ops, like yeah. I think I was really lucky prior to getting into special ops. I really approached a few people um, who who were like mentors to me, yeah. and have continued to be mentors to me yeah. as I kind of navigate being a baby special ops paramedic. Yeah. Um, yeah. That has been so useful. So I think that mentoring. Yeah. Role it's even really even important. for like experienced paramedics who listen to this, like if you can mentor those junior babies, yeah. oh, mm. so the, nice. You want to be adaptable. You want to be teachable. So when you have a mentor, it teaches you how to take constructive criticism to, yeah. to how to what to to be sort of self aware. Yeah. Um, people who are not self aware who think that they already know it all are not going to get very far in this job. Mm-hmm. Right. They need to be humble. Yeah. And you know it's yeah yeah it's an important it's an important differential between being um, confident in your ability and yep. being too arrogant. Yeah. Um, and I think confidence with a bit of humility is, is what you want to achieve. 
Would you say in the last um, however many months, last few months that you've been doing this job, you've done more trauma than in your whole ambulance oh, career? Absolutely. Easy. Yeah, how long I, did that take? A week? Two uh, weeks? Yeah, three yeah, weeks? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> intubated more people than I have yeah. in my entire intensive yeah. care oh. career in the first couple of weeks. Has there so. been anything that you like – I mean you don't have to go into detail but has there been anything that you – have not seen yet so like yeah. i guess on road it's obviously more spaced out but has there been anything that you've oh, been kind of like so oh many things i haven't seen right so many things yeah um and and it will take your entire career and you probably still won't see it all so yeah you say that yeah i still haven't done a childbirth yet and yeah. i feel like the longer yeah. i go without yeah. doing one the scarier <laughs> the, it becomes the, the bigger the monkey gets yes yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 there's heaps prior to being special ops i honestly like i know that everyone reckons they're a nana down magnet but like i didn't do an arrest for 18 months yeah. oh. i like had done so little trauma and my yeah. trauma um, exposure yeah. and experience has gone up like Goes tenfold. Yeah, right. yeah, so it's been I've been really lucky to be honest. Yeah, no, there's so many things I haven't seen. I'm really I'm waiting for that, you know that that time when oh. it just gets crazy and I see like because they'll all hype it at once, right? There'll yeah. be a, there'll be a limb being amputated while there's an open <laughs> thoracotomy happening. Well, you know, like and it'll just all happen yeah. at yeah. once. Yeah, you've got Give one hand on me. each patient, just like doing two different interventions. <laughs> yeah. Give me the teleconference any day. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a bus <laughs> versus train full <laughs> yeah. of hemophilia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a good day. No, that's a bad day. But, Just a um, black bank blanket but you know over what? the whole that's scene. Good. <laughs> this is great because we're going to get a lot of case studies yep. moving forward from oh, you. Oh, bring it on. Um, <laughs> because we've, I think, used up everyone in our careers so far yeah, <laughs> on yeah. this show. But uh, we've got a good new source of uh, case studies yeah. coming up. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we'll bring them to you next, guys. But, uh, look, that's pretty much all we've got time for today. Uh, after so long, it's so good to be back. And thanks for hanging in there, everyone, yeah. too. And um, yeah. and sending some messages of support, too. A few people sent in some really kind messages being like, hey, I know you're doing them. it tough. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. But um, We're just happy to be back in your ear holes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gaping ear holes. <laughs> hey, Carl, have we, have we like, to, if people want to say something on our podcast, can they write us to us on Facebook oh, and sort of like give can. us some ideas of what they want to hear? At um, ramblingambos at gmail.com yep. or mm. Facebook. Instagram yep. and I just learned um, I don't have Instagram myself but oh. when you view someone else's story yeah. does it show you that you've seen you've it? You've seen it, yeah. yeah. You, you, you are, if you've Apologies been lurking. to all those people out there that have had you been a rambling and viewed oh. <laughs> that story. Carl, you're a big old lurker. Oh, it's just such a um, time... Time's it's a time waster. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't. If you, I mean, are you on TikTok? Are you on TikTok? Don't. Lee, we know that you have a yeah. profile on TikTok. Hey, listen, listen. I don't have a ring light. Carl's got a couple of ring lights. Maybe yeah, I should get some well, of. We'll we'll get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can take one. Um, <laughs> but uh, look, massive congratulations to Scott on those trauma shears. Thanks to the paramedicshop.com.au. Yep. And um, big shout out to JBJ, mm. two-time dual Olympian. Dual Olympian. Um, to get oh. there, phenomenal effort, and to be able to work with her too. Do you reckon you get two separate Olympic ring tattoos if you're a dual Olympian? Yes. Oh, do you, do you have to be an Olympian to get one? Because I got one because I went to the Olympics. <laughs> I was at Sydney 2000. I feel like that's... Did you? Did you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, there, but yours was like, yours was like a, a transfer sticker. Sticker, temporary tattoo, tattoo yeah. On, the, on your left cheek. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Maybe it was. Um, and thanks, Hales, for calling in too to share a story. But yeah. Um, yeah. guys, we'll hopefully not be um, too far away for the next episode. Um, it'll be a much shorter time frame. But yeah. Um, yeah. we've got JBJ's emergency driving song. She's left us with uh, Rihanna and Drake called Work. So, guys, until next time, stay safe out there. Goodbye. Ciao. See you. Work, 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 work.
work. You see me have you work, 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 work. You see me do me dirt, 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 dirt. That's all me better work, 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 work.